0: Your Ultimate Guide to Staying Fit on the Road, part two by Mark Fisher of markfisherfitness.com. And I'm your narrator, Dr. Neil. Hey there, happy Thursday and welcome back to Optimal Health Daily where I simply read to you from the best health and fitness blogs for free. I cover fitness, nutrition, stress management, weight management, and more, just like an audiobook, but from a bunch of different authors and always with permission from the sites and always with a bit of my commentary at the end. Now, remember, today's post is part two from yesterday. So, if you're new here or skipping around, I'd recommend listening to yesterday's episode first. That was episode 2162. But if you're all caught up, let's jump right in and hear part two and continue optimizing your life. Your Ultimate Guide to Staying Fit on the Road, part two by Mark Fisher of markfisherfitness.com. Tip number four do some research in advance to plan out your nutrition. If there's any place where perfectionism can trip you up, it's nutrition on the road. Generally speaking, your goal is simply to eat as well as you can, when you can. Knowing that some meals may be heavier, stick to protein and veggies whenever possible. Also, based on your work schedule, you may have an easier time being a bit more Spartan for breakfast and lunch. If you know you have a big dinner coming up that night, all the more reason to go with eggs and veggies. While focusing on protein and veggies is a good start, don't be afraid to be annoying by making some requests in regards to preparation. If you get the protein and veggie cob salad off the menu, you will likely eat 1,500 calories on a meal that was just okay. Any restaurant is happy to offer you grilled protein and steamed veggies if you ask. You should also be mindful of sauces, dressings, and marinades. Whenever possible, ask to get that stuff on the side. Based on the type of travel, the other side of the coin is strategically choosing your cheat meals. Now, how cheaty will your cheating be? That is the question. And it will depend on your current fitness goals, the length of the trip, the purpose of the trip meaning, is it work or pleasure, the destination and its cuisine, and the meal in question. Part of the joy of travel and life is great meals, particularly when breaking bread with friends and loved ones. Thoughtful indulgence can be great. We just want to plan it out and really enjoy it, not simply go YOLO with every meal. Also, let's talk about booze. I personally have a rule that I don't drink at home unless we have friends over. I found this to be a great rule of thumb. It's helped me cut back on my drinking. Unfortunately, this rule falls apart on the road. While your own approach to booze on the road will be individual, it's important to remember that booze adds up. While no one loves a bottle of wine more than I do, this too needs to be considered as we balance our nutrition indulgences on the road. A good rule here may be to let yourself have drinks only at dinner and only every other night. Lastly, we must plan in advance for things to go awry. This goes double for travel days. Since you will virtually never find anything healthy or yummy in the airport, stock up in advance on snacks that serve your goals, like ready to eat veggies, fruit, and so on. Another one of my rules is not buying food in airports on work trips. And don't forget to hydrate when flying. I like to fill up my 24-ounce water bottle when I get in the cab to the airport, then drink it before I get to security. Once I'm through security, the first thing I do is fill it back up at a water fountain. And tip number five, bring a sleep routine. Finally, one of our biggest challenges on the road will be sleep. Even if you're staying in the same time zone, you're in a random bed you'll still feel the effects of your flight if you've been on a plane. Also, you'll likely have some sort of schedule commitments that can throw you off your routine. And this is to say nothing of international travel and time zone chaos. Your best bet here is to create a portable sleep routine. While you can't control your bed and may not be able to control your schedule, you can still implement some of your sleep hygiene routines on the road. For instance, I think one of the most undervalued benefits of a white noise app on your phone is that you can keep it consistent when traveling. Sure, it's great for blocking out ambient noise, but over time, you can condition yourself to associate those sounds with shutting down the body and going to sleep. In addition to the white noise, you'll do well to cultivate other sleep rituals that you can take with you on the road. For many people, reading a physical book before bed can be a great bedtime ritual. A shower or gentle stretching may work well for others. And while most hotels have serious blackout curtains, you may still want to invest in an eye mask. I'm also unashamed to say I genuinely love a good lavender spray. While you can't control the touch element in your random hotel bed, you can control sight, sound, and smell to keep some consistency in your sleep ritual. Travel is one of life's great pleasures. You may occasionally say, forget it, I'm on vacation. And guess what? That's a valid life choice. We just want to keep it real if you travel a lot and every time you leave town, you throw all your fitness out the window. As always, your goal is never to live the life of a monk. You simply want to balance long-term you with short-term you. By applying these five tips, you'll be well on your way to having your morning high-intensity workout and eating your steak dinner too. Godspeed, dear ninja. You just listened to part two of the post titled Your Ultimate Guide to Staying Fit on the Road by Mark Fisher of markfisherfitness.com. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast to get your job's more visibility at indeed.com/health just go to indeed.com/health right now and support our show by saying you heard about indeed on this podcast indeed.com/health terms and conditions apply need to hire you need indeed Dr. Neil here for my commentary. I've shared this before. I am a terrible traveler. The thing I struggle with the most is sleep. I always find it difficult to sleep in a different bed. So after days and nights of restless sleep, I end up coming back home exhausted. And when I'm exhausted, I usually get sick with a cold or the flu. And being on a plane doesn't help the situation either because I find I can't sleep on a plane. I need to lie down to fall asleep. And yes, I do realize I am very picky. Either way, when I would come home from a trip, I would usually end up, again, getting sick soon after I got back home. But after I sort of tracked these things and realized that I need sleep and I'm probably pretty good with my diet whenever I'm away, I figured sleep's got to be the problem. So instead, now I make sure that if I'm able, I schedule my arrival date a couple of days early so that I can get used to the new bed. I listen to my body more, and if my body feels tired, I will take naps during those first couple of days, instead of trying to push myself. I also, just like Mark said, am very good about staying hydrated. So I make hydration a priority throughout the entire trip. And I found, even with these just two small changes, I have come back from my last four trips feeling great. No cold, no flu. So that could be anecdotal. Don't get me wrong. That's not like I've done formal research on this, but these are all great suggestions. So even if you can try just one or two of these tips from either today's post or part one from yesterday, try them, see if it helps. The bottom line is they're unlikely to harm. So why not give it a shot? All right, that'll do it for today. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for listening every day. I hope you're having a great week. And I'll see you back here tomorrow for the Friday Q&A and where your optimal life awaits.